Well, hello, everybody. Mr. Brown here with Proclaim Ministries, and this is Connecting Faith and Life, the podcast. And let me start by saying Happy New Year. I don't have any explosions going on right now, but Happy New Year. It is 2024, and I decided to start releasing this podcast on every Saturday morning. So, hey, Saturday morning, you got a chance. Hey, tune in on iTunes. Actually, it's called Apple Podcasts now on Spotify, on wherever else you get your podcasts, including our app. Download our app at ProclaimMinistries.com slash app or check out your app store and look for Proclaim Ministries and get this and sign up and you'll get notifications every time release videos, teaching, trainings, or this podcast, Connecting Faith in Life. So today, I want to pose a question to you that I had to answer myself and I did not want to answer this question this way. I didn't want this to be true about me, but it uh, turned out to be true about me. And uh, you have a choice in life sometimes. When things uh, sound tough or things are not the best, you can complain about them or you can do something about them and change them. So here's the question that I had to ask myself that I did not want to describe me but it actually described me and I can do something about it. And the question was this, are you lazy and undisciplined? Are you lazy and undisciplined? And the question came to me, I want to just give the Holy Spirit credit for this. I just I got up one early morning. I didn't want to get up, but I had to, I couldn't sleep, just got up. And I just had this thought, are you lazy and undisciplined? And I think the thought hit me right in the gut because the answer was yes. I am. I, I tend to be lazy and undisciplined. And on one end, I, I get a lot of stuff done. I, I'm doing a lot of things. But that doesn't mean I'm not lazy and undisciplined. And I think it's so important to be disciplined, not for the sake of discipline's sake, but for the, fake, for the sake that I just believe I have so many, God's given me so many talents and opportunities and I don't want to waste those by being lazy. And so in my spiritual journey, sometimes a thought or a theme keeps coming up. It just keeps coming up over and over and over again in my life. And I think the reason is I just haven't got it yet. <laughs> I may have heard it, thought about it, but haven't applied it enough. And so there's a verse in the Bible, a passage that keeps coming up to me. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 9, starting in verse about 24. So I'm going to look it up here. And when I thought about this idea, my undisciplined and lazy or lazy and undisciplined, I realized I need to put some more discipline in my life. And again, it's not about, and maybe I've said this in the past, it's not about perfection, but direction. Am I going in the right direction? And sometimes I find myself being lazy. And I think living where I live in America, I think it's acceptable. The more successful you get, the more soft you become. And, I just, and that word soft, I think about, man, you don't want to be soft, right? You want to be even just not hungry anymore. Like I get success and I want to sit back. And I heard, of, I heard of somebody talking about this, that sometimes we, we, this idea that the American dream is to work hard, make a whole lot of money and retire, and go sit on a beach somewhere. And I don't think that's what the believers are called to. Now, I don't think anything's wrong with retiring from a typical job or whatever you want to do, but I don't think work is a negative thing. I, I, let me put it that way. I think sometimes we think work is a bad thing. Like, work was given before the fall. I think there's some dignity in working. And I think we have this American dream where one day you will be able to retire and sit around and do nothing, just consume. And I think part of that is in my mentality sometimes when I work so hard, then I just I think, okay, I can just be lazy now. I did, did X, Y, and Z. And not that I should be working all the time, but does that mean I shouldn't be disciplined in my mind? 
what I'm thinking. And just my own life is I'll, I'll work all day, come home, sit on the couch. Next thing I know, just zone out and become undisciplined. What I'm watching on television, which leads to what I'm eating, um, lack of exercise. And I just become lazy in those areas. And I think for my, for me, I want to start 2024 with a new focus of being a disciplined man. I even um, picked up a book off my bookshelf. Uh, let me pick it up right now. Picked up this bookshelf. Uh, it's called Disciplines of a Godly Man. I read it before and I'm listening to it again. And the funny thing about this is as I was looking for this book in the audio, because I think I downloaded the audible version of it, I was looking for it and I realized since I got this updated my phone, I hadn't downloaded a bunch of other books I want to listen to on Audible, like um, A.W. Tozer's book, The Pursuit of God, um, his book on the knowledge of the holy, um, just some other books. And I'm like, man, what am I doing with my time? Am I watching too much television? Am I watching too much YouTube? Am I letting my mind just be taken over by these things, by notifications, right? I'm being lazy. Notification. Oh, let me watch, let me watch. next day I'm watching hours of, of YouTube videos when I'm not being disciplined to to get, first of all, in the Word of God like I should, but also just reading some good Christian books can help me. So I started reading this book again. It's been great. And even having the mindset that when I have, quote unquote, downtime, what am I filling my mind with? Um, and this book brings up this verse in the Bible that I think is so important for us as believers and how we're thinking, uh, what, what we're disciplining our minds to think about. It's in Philippians chapter 4. And I think this is a great prescription for us to think about to measure uh, what we're doing with our mind. What kind of things are we putting in our minds and our thoughts? Philippians chapter four, verse eight says this. Finally, brothers, whatever brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble. I'm sorry. That's that's, I'm part of that was in my head from memorizing the King James, but the ESV says this, Philippians chapter four, verse eight, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Now, I think about that, like this is prescription of things I should be meditating on, I should be thinking about. I need to measure when I'm watching something on YouTube or I'm watching something on television. Am I allowing my mind to be, am I being lazy and not thinking about these things? When I'm watching television shows that have a lot of sensuality in them, I'm watching football, but then I watch commercials that have a lot of sexual themes in it. Am I allowing my mind to be just lazy and undisciplined and I'm thinking on things that are not lovely, not honorable, that are not pure, that are not lovely, that are not commendable, that are not excellent, and they're not worthy of praise? That is a good measurement of what I should be doing with my mind, what things I should be thinking upon. And so this idea of being lazy and undisciplined, I'm really taking this to heart. And I know it's a new year and people say, well, you're feeling good because it's new year, right? You shouldn't make New Year's resolution because you never keep them or set goals. I disagree with that. And I was talking to my wife about this, that, you know, there's something about the new year that's a new cycle. It's a cycle of life that we start to think about, hey, saying bye to the old, saying hi to the new, right? And there's that's okay to lean into that, to lean into, hey, this is a season where I can, you know, maybe try some new things, maybe get in some new habits, do some things that I haven't done before. Instead of thinking about, well, I haven't done in the past. Well, that was the past. Can I charge something new today? So I'm leaning into this new idea, this new year of being a disciplined man. I'm going to do a podcast or uh, later about a Psalms 112 man. I want to be a Psalms 112 man. You know, I want to be like Jesus, of course. But there's some things in Psalms 112 that I love to be said about me to practice, to focus on those things. 
And so as I think about this idea of the new year and being disciplined, and I don't want this to be said about me, that I'm lazy and undisciplined. And even if other people don't say it, the question is, is it true in my in my private life? Like, what am I doing? Am I being lazy and undisciplined? I want you to think about that too for yourself. How would you answer the question in a big, you know, a uh, bigger picture of life, not just one particular area, but are you lazy and undisciplined? And because I believe this, when we're disciplined in one area of our life, it will start to spill over to other areas of your life. And I think it's so important for me to start with the mind. What am I doing with my mind? What am I thinking about? And again, Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, think on things that are true, whatever's honorable, whatever's just, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's commendable. If there's anything, ex- anything excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Your version may say something different, but the idea is what are these words that we should be, things, the type of things we should be thinking about? Where should I be placing my mind and, and, and since putting my real estate of what I think about? Like this is precious real estate, right? What are you going to, or a better example, this is precious soil. What am I planting? What am I allowing to grow in my mind? And I'm thinking about these things. So, Going back to 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 9, this verse has been instrumental to me, and it keeps coming back. Like, it it just keeps coming back to me, and maybe because I'm just not getting, I'm grateful um, for that. I'm kind of embarrassed to say, hey, I'm not learning what I should be learning, right? But I'm just being honest that, that maybe this is helpful for somebody else, and maybe just sharing my story not only helps me by sharing it, but hopefully, hopefully helps you as well. So 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 to 27. I'm reading out the ESV. I'm trying not to memorize it or read from my memory, but what I see on the screen right here. It says this. Do you not know that all that run. See, I'm doing it again. See, I'm, I'm reading. I'm, let me read. All right, here we go. First Corinthians chapter nine, verse 24. Do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one receives the prize. So run that you might obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Now, I'm, I had to work hard to read that because at one point I memorized it. I think I memorized it out of the New American Standard Bible. Yeah, it says, uh, verse, verse 27, I, But I discipline my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself might not be disqualified. So the idea that I love this analogy that, you know, when people run or compete in a race and that they run, they run to win the race. And and think about this. Athletes, he says, athletes, they they exercise self-control in all things in the areas of their life. When they wake up, how they eat, when they work out or I like the word training. And I, I'm, even in my own personal, I'm trying to change when I say I'm going to go work out or even go exercise. I want to train because I'm training for a purpose. Like. I want to be able to not just do exercises, but I'm trying to get to a goal. And that's what he's saying here. Athletes, they, they do this. They practice all this. Why? So they can get a perishable wreath. You know, our day, that would be a perishable trophy or a, you know, they get the, the, the league's cup in soccer or whatever it is they get. They, they do this so they can get the gold medal in the Olympics. Back then, it was a wreath, right? And that's even, think about it, they were doing it for a perishable wreath, and we do it for a perishable, sometimes piece of plastic or metal, right? They do all these things to achieve something. 
But Paul says we do it for imperishable reasons. Now, I don't think we can earn our salvation, but I believe the Bible says there's rewards in heaven. There's rewards that we will get. Um, the Bible talks about that. There's wood, hand, stubble some people will get. But there's also precious stones that we will get rewarded for the way we live our life. Again, salvation is given through Christ alone. But as a believer, I am I'm working hard because there are rewards for me as a believer. Even thinking about that, he says, therefore, I run in such a way, not as one aimlessly beating the air. Oh, I don't run aimlessly. We don't, we, you know, any athlete's not just doing it for the sake of doing it, right? There is a purpose. And I want to think about my life, that I am living this life for a purpose. And that purpose is God. I, I, everything I do is to glorify God. I'm living to honor the one who created me, who saved me, and who will bring me back to glory with him one day. I have a focus and a purpose. And how am I doing that? Am I just willy-nilly? I don't know where that word came into my vocabulary, but willy-nilly doing whatever? Or am I, do I have a focus and a, and a destination I'm headed for? So he says in verse 27, but instead of just aiming aimlessly um, in, in, in the in a the New American Standard, it says, uh, I, but in such a way, not beating the air. So not just aimlessly, you know, boxing, doing whatever, right? Um, I think the ESV talks about, gives it the idea of running. Let me look it up real quick. In the ESV, it says, uh, so I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. So he used two examples, right? One of running aimlessly, one of boxing, just aiming at the air, right? There are shadow boxing, but even that, there's a purpose. But he's saying, I don't do these things aimlessly, but I discipline my body. And keep it under control, or uh, it says, make it my slave, right? And I think when he talk about the body here, this I think it means not just my physical body, but also I think even the flesh. Like I can't give into my fleshly desires, my worldly desires. I have to take those under control. I have to beat my body. I have to do some things to to understand. Listen, you can't have everything you want. Every craving does not need to be satisfied. Now, before I was saved. All those cravings, all that sinful craving would be satisfied because I, I would give in that sinful desire. I was a slave to sin. But now the Bible says in Romans chapter 6, I'm a slave to God, that I am now free from the power of sin. I am now a new creation in Christ. And so there, there's, I don't have to give in to those things. I don't have to give in to every craving that comes my way. But I have to discipline my body. I have to choose. And for me, I, I want to focus on my mind. What am I thinking about? How am I thinking? What am I allowing into this precious soil? Because I, sometimes if I leave it there, guess what? I'm going to go there. The Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. I think our thoughts lead us into actions. What we meditate on, I think we got to be careful. And I have to be careful of that. But instead, I need to discipline my body and make it my slave or put it under control. The second part, he says, lest preach after preaching others, I myself be, may be disqualified. I don't think that he's saying disqualified from salvation, but maybe disqualified from receiving the rewards that he would receive, winning that, that imperishable prize. Um, so, I, again, I don't know, but I know the focus is what I want to focus on, and this is that I discipline my body. And so I've put some things in practice in my own life that I am disciplining my body. I, you know, I have a little checklist, a little, it's called a habit list. I'm making habits in my life and sticking with those habits. And every day I'm looking at the habit apps and, hey, am I doing these things? You know, what am I doing with my time? What am I thinking about? I got a thing called learning. I do my PB&J, prayer, Bible, and journaling every day. Um, praying for my family. That's something that, that I need to make sure I'm doing. I love my family, but am I praying for my family and even having a, a prayer app that I'm going down a list and making sure daily I'm praying? Um, I can say a whole lot much more about praying, but 
I want to encourage you with this, that we have the ability and the privilege of walking with God. And some people say, you know, discipline, it doesn't stop you from doing what you, sh- what you want to do, but it helps you do what you ought to do. The idea that I need to do the things that I should do, and that leads to freedom. I believe that discipline leads to freedom, that when I'm disciplined in these areas of my life, it leaves me a freedom to, to enjoy, in, th- in this sense, what God intended me to enjoy. God wants me to enjoy Him. And if I'm undisciplined and I'm letting all these other things, because all day long, the Bible talks about the fact that we're this world is trying to transform us. Matter of fact, let me read it. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Uh, he tells us what to do, but there's a battle every single day in our lives. And this battle is for our minds, it's for our hearts, it's for, for us. He says this in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. I appeal to you, brothers, therefore, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, or which is your spiritual act, a spiritual act of worship, so to speak. That there's different versions. Again, I'm reading from the King James, but I memorized reasonable service. I'll talk about that in another podcast. Verse two: Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He says, "Do not be transformed. Be not, be not conformed to this world." This world system is trying to conform us on every end. The Bible says in 1 John uh, 3.15, do not love the world or anything in the world, right? This world is trying to conform us to an image. You can turn on the television, look on your phone. You can watch. You can drive down the street, look at billboards. You can go to your work, look at education. It's trying to conform us to think a different way. Think with the way the world thinks and be conformed to its system versus living for God. And living based on God's kingdom and God's way. In Sunday school, we're talking about this idea of what did Jesus teach when he's on earth? And we said this, Jesus, te- he taught what is, he taught about God, God's kingdom, and God's way. And that's what I want to live by, God's way, because I've been created by God and for God. So answer the question for yourself. Are you lazy and undisciplined? And if you are, you need to make a change. And Paul said it in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 12, that we need to discipline ourselves, discipline our bodies, and make it our slave, that after we have preached to others, we might not be disqualified. And I think that's so important to make sure that we are being people who are disciplined, not for discipline's sake, not for other people look at us a certain way, but we're doing it to honor God. All right, before I end this episode, I want to just say thank you for taking time to listen to this episode. And I would ask you to please do me a favor, give us a rating, whether you listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just go download our app. I really want to really uh, spend a lot of this information through the app. And if you're watching on YouTube, give us a like and subscribe to the channel. Uh, also, I want to suggest to you men to pick up this book, Disciplines of a Godly Man. I'm not saying women shouldn't be disciplined, but I'm speaking to my men. And I made some more videos for us men. Um, go to proclaimish.com slash men or get the app. app. Please get the app. The app is where it's at <laughs> uh, because we can see notification directly through the app. And uh, you don't have to worry about watching things on YouTube and being distracted by YouTube. Now, if you're on YouTube, thank you. Give me a like. Subscribe. Um, you can even donate through YouTube now, but I prefer you do the app. It's much better for us. But thank you so much for taking time to listen to this podcast. And hopefully you'll join us next Saturday for another episode. And I say that because I want to be a disciplined man and put something out every Saturday for you to help you live for God by connecting faith and life. Peace. <laughs>